these five things will help you become absolutely amazing as a future clinician because you want uh, the people that you work with to absolutely love working with you um, because of all these qualities that make them feel served, make them feel heard, make them feel uh, you know well taken care of. And it's it's, it's kind of cool as a PT because we end up spending a lot more time with patients than they do with most of their other medical providers. So there's there's some pretty cool things that we have, but there's certain qualities that if you work on them, uh, you'll not only feel more confident as you know a future physical therapist, but more importantly, you are doing this to help people. So uh, you'll be able to serve a lot more people even now. Welcome to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind Podcast, where we help students like you live out their dream of becoming physical therapists. In each episode, we will show and teach you how you can get one step closer to your dream of becoming a PT by increasing your level of clarity, confidence, and control. And as a thank you for listening to this episode, we want to provide you with a free gift. After coaching hundreds of students directly, we've learned that one, guessing is the enemy of your success as a future PT and knowing both that and what your current individual game plan should be is the difference between feeling confident and in control or overwhelmed and lost as a student. So we have a free training for you. You can find it at www.guessfreeprept.com. It's going to take care of you and it'll help you stop guessing and get in the driver's seat of your journey as a future PT. That's it. That's your free gift. Enjoy the rest of the episode. We'll see you in the next few moments. Hello, future doctors of physical therapy. How y'all doing? Hope you're having an absolutely amazing day. Uh, my name is Joseph Googie. I'm one of the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind. I'm also a physical therapist and a PT school acceptance coach. Uh, and what we do is we help you get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. And uh, in this video, I want to talk about uh, you as a future PT and certain things, uh, five keys that you can start working on right now that will help you become an amazing future physical therapist uh, for your future patients. And uh, I think sometimes we think that we have to wait until we have our PT license before uh, we can start working on our future self as a physical therapist. So uh, this is super, super important. And this is something that every single person watching this right now can work on because as a PT, uh, you work with people, right? Regardless of whether you work uh, in a hospital setting, whether you'll work in uh, pediatrics, whether you'll work in uh, neuro or uh, pelvic health, there's so many different areas, but at the end of the day, you're working with people, right? And so uh, these five things will help you become absolutely amazing as a future clinician because you want uh, the people that you work with to absolutely love working with you um, because of all these qualities that make them feel served, make them feel heard, make them feel, uh, you know, well taken care of. And uh, it's 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 kind of cool as a PT because we end up spending a lot more time with patients than they do with most of their other medical providers. So uh, there's, there's some pretty cool things that we have, but there's certain qualities that if you work on them, uh, you'll not only feel more confident as you know a future physical therapist, but more importantly, you are doing this to help people. So uh, you'll be able to serve a lot more people even now, believe it or not. So uh, let me dive into them. And then uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Feel free to also uh, go to our uh, main pre-PT Grind website, which is preptgrind.com backslash home. Uh, and then of course, we're on social media. So hit us up, ask us questions ask us questions and we got you. So um, let's talk about the five keys to being an amazing uh, physical therapist for your future patients, all right? Um, the first one is empathy, empathy. If you want to be an amazing future physical therapist, 
um, ask yourself, how empathetic am I or how how much am I practicing empathy with uh, the people that are around me? Whether it's, um, you know, uh, my my friends, whether it's colleagues, whether it's people that you're working with at your current job or your classmates, um, how, how aware are you about uh, just trying to be empathetic and, and, and trying to put yourself in the shoes of other people? You, you might not always understand it, but always ask yourself, well, like one thing that I've always done, and maybe this will help you, but um, when I was in my last year of physical therapy school, I started telling myself, well, with any future patient that I see, I'm just going to assume that they are either my mother, father, brother, sister, cousin, auntie, uncle. Basically, I took, you know, wh whoever I could associate that person with. And I said, I'm going to take care of them as if they are that person. And so because of that, I was um, also trying my best to be a lot more empathetic, right? And, and trying to really understand what this meant to them. If they've been in a lot of pain for, you know, a year, what does that actually mean to them? What is that uh, taking away from them? What are the activities that they love? Why are those activities so important? All those things make an amazing physical therapist. If you are not empathetic, you'll miss a huge opportunity to serve people at an insanely high level. Do not brush things over just because it's not your experience. Uh, and so if, if you wanna be an amazing future PT, that's the first one. The second one is listening listening um we have um i don't know if you're in our virtual observation hours community where we uh teach students how to think like physical therapists right pre-pts teaching them how to learn how to think like a physical therapist um and, and one thing we share with them sometimes is when we're you know showing them case studies of patients that we're currently seeing and things like that uh we also share with them moments where you know we were stuck like moments where we were uh you know treating a patient and we were like wait like that wasn't as clear as I thought it was going to be, right? And I think sometimes we're we're super uncomfortable with uh, potentially not knowing what's going on. And we, we we always teach our students how we deal with those situations. But what it comes down to is listening. Um, how well do you listen? Like 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 people people tell men when people are being cared for by you, they will tell you exactly what they need. And uh, many times we want to jump quick to an answer, trying to solve the problem too quickly, as opposed to just listening. So if you can get good at listening, pay attention to how you listen to the people around you. Are you a good listener to your friends? Are you a good listener when it comes to your significant other, when it comes to uh, people that potentially annoy you? If you can just practice being a great listener, I'm telling you right now, that will translate into you becoming an amazing physical therapist for your future patients. That's number two. Number three. Here's a super underestimated key to getting accepted into PT school without always having to feel like you're guessing and hoping for the best. And that is focusing on your strategy, a proven strategy for yourself, what point A to point B is going to look like before you focus on the tactics. And the tactics is things like, which class should I retake? When should I submit my application? Those are usually the questions that most of us ask when in reality, there's a question far beyond that. And the reason why that's so important is because when you apply to PT school, when you submit your application, you should not be feeling like, oh, I hope they see the best in me. You should actually be able to know, hey, like, I know exactly what those schools are going to see on the other side. I know exactly, you know, what to expect. I know that I controlled everything I could control. And if you want that level of confidence, then we actually want to teach it to you. So uh, we actually have a training coming up. Uh, go to leveluptheprept.com if you want to see how we teach that to our students. But if you start focusing on your strategy before the tactics, then you're going to be in a a lot more control as an applicant as we go into 2022. Three is a problem lover and a problem solver, right? Uh, I think sometimes when we see problems or obstacles, we usually run away from them. One of the cool things is people are paying you 
as a physical therapist to solve their problems. So uh, one of the best things you can start doing is to actually love problems <laughs> because when where, where there's a problem, there's a potential for a solution, right? And when you can start seeing the lens through, uh, you know, problems being a positive thing for you because you're going to figure out how to solve it, then you don't get rattled easily, right? Um, I think sometimes when we're afraid of problems or we want to avoid problems, well, then when a patient walks in and they're a difficult case or they're a patient that has something that's a little bit more complicated or their personality is like whatever the complexity is, like sometimes if we don't want problems, we usually try to say, well, okay, let's get that person out of here. We don't serve that person as well as we should. And that's just humanity, y'all. So start loving problems because as a physical therapist, that's what you're doing. Like you're helping people solve their problems so that they can get their quality of life back so that they can, you know, be at their, you know, son's or daughter's wedding or, you know, march down, uh, you know, walk them down the aisle or graduate or whatever it is. Maybe it's an athlete, What whatever it is, just understand that you need to just start embracing problems. Like understand that problems are a good thing. Like that's something even for us, because um, we're all like we're business owners and physical therapists and a whole bunch of stuff. It's actually helped us serve a lot more people, right? Because for us, when we look at everything through the lens of uh, problems, then we ask ourselves, is there a solution that already exists for that problem? And if there isn't, how can we become that solution for people, right? And, and, and if you start thinking that way, you're going to not only serve a lot more people, but you'll be that much better as a physical therapist. And people will love working with you because they'll be like, hey, I got this problem too, or my family member has this problem too. And now you're that person without you getting overwhelmed or stressed and being like, oh, all these people are trying to have me solve their issues. No, become a problem lover and a problem solver. That's what you do. Uh, regardless of whether you're a PT or anything else, that's a quality that takes people far. And if you do the opposite, you'll end up complaining and struggling a lot more than you might realize. Um, number four is uh, becoming a great communicator, right? Um, one thing that um, unfortunately happens a lot is when you uh, graduate from uh, a doctorate level program or anything in medicine, I think sometimes people feel like they have to use big words. Uh, well, I gotta teach my patients these big words. No, like people are not there to, like they, your patient does not want to become a physical therapist. Well, they might if they're younger, but most of your patients do not. Most of your patients just want to understand what's wrong with them and they want to get better. <laughs> so have you noticed that even when we talk to you guys, we don't use big words. We don't like, like, isn't it kind of nice to just listen to very plain fifth grade or below level, like conversational English, right? So just understand, like when you communicate to your patients, do not use a whole bunch of big words. Yes, you'll learn those in school, but talk to them where they're at. Like if you always, I'm telling you right now, if you use fifth grade, fifth grade, uh, you know, like fifth grade level conversation or, or below, you're always going to hit the jackpot, right? Shoot, third grade or below is even better, but just very clean, very clear. To be honest, if you can explain the stuff that you're explaining to an adult, if you can explain that to a kid and the kid understands it, that all, that one means that you communicated it phenomenally, but at the same time, it also means that you understand what you're communicating, right? So, so become a great communicator, start practicing communicating, start practicing taking difficult things and explaining them to, you know, maybe if you have siblings, 
siblings or cousins or nieces or nephews or kids that you're you know associated with start explaining it to them and seeing if they understand it and if they do oh man you're well on your way to being a phenomenal phenomenal communicator and the last one is um an advocate for the people you care for so um when you're an advocate you're basically representing them so when you take on clients or patients or whatnot you have to ask yourself am i like, am I just seeing this person and just kind of saying, well, you know, I'll treat you. And then after two, three visits, I'll send you home. Or are you saying, hey, I'm I'm taking on the role. I'm taking on the responsibility to advocate for this patient. So, for example, if you work in an insurance setting, are you willing to advocate for advocate for your patient um, with the insurance company? Are you willing to advocate for your patient with other providers? Y'all like and we, we like we can get into this in, 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 in so much more depth, but start seeing yourself as an advocate. If you start seeing yourself as an advocate, then you will be going to battle for the people you serve. And if you do that, I'm telling you right now, people are going to love you, but they're also going to feel served by you. Um, chances are no one else up until that point would have done all those things for them. Um, and it'll allow you to also enjoy your job <laughs> because um, every single person that at least I speak with that genuinely wants to become a physical therapist has has a heart for serving people. It has a heart for giving uh, to others and uh, seeing that others, you know, get better or get well and all the above. So um, those are five things. Those are five keys to becoming an amazing physical therapist for your future patients. I hope that made sense. Um, and those are all things you can start working on now before you get your PT license, before you finish physical therapy school. Uh, and if this, was, if this was helpful to you, then uh, please share this with a friend. Uh, please like and subscribe, of course. Um, and we will be more than happy to uh, continue serving you. Uh, we have plenty of videos in the past, plenty of videos coming up. Um, and of course, if you want to learn more about how we can serve you, go, go to preptgrind.com backslash home. Uh, and we'll see you there. Have a good one. Bye. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. If you have not done so, please be sure to subscribe and review the podcast so that we can continue to serve many other amazing future physical therapists like you. And if this episode brought you value, please be sure to share it out with your classmates and friends so that it can bring them value as well. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Have an amazing rest of your day or night.